Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the future with Yara. Hello, it's me again, Ken Rundle. And this time I have two guests with me who are going to explain more about organomineral fertilizers or OMFs. It's an emerging area and one Yara is very much interested in. Dr. Emma Buraki, we've met before. She's Europe's Sustainable Fertilizer Manager, linked to Cranfield University, where she and a PhD student are researching various aspects of OMFs. A new voice is that of another doctor, this time Dr. Paul Ohura, who's responsible for developing the OMF part of Yara's UK business portfolio. So, Paul, if I can start with you, remind us what we mean by organomineral fertilizers and why they're increasingly regarded as part of the farming future. Yeah, thanks, Ken. So, yeah, to put it simply, uh, an OMF is a combination of organic based material that could be derived from food waste, for instance, or manures. And then in addition to that, we add mineral nutrients that you'd get from a traditional fertilizer. And we form that into a solid fertilizer that can be spread and used out in the fields. Um, the use of OMFs as part of the crop nutritional plan is becoming ever more vital as the world is rapidly consuming scarce resources. Uh, it, for instance, phosphorus is recognized as an endangered element by the uh, American Chemical Society. So utilizing fertilizers which have a portion of reused nutrients has a direct benefit to reducing the demand that we see on resources. Another element that you see out there is, you know, highlighted last week with Storm Babbitt is the, uh, you know, the, the impact that we've seen on climate change. You know, during the peak, I was out driving, you could literally see the soil run off from the fields. Um, and another benefit of um, these OMF fertilizers is that they can bring organic and carbon back to the soil that you could literally see running off. Um, so again, you know, utilizing an efficient fertilizer um, can have real impacts there on things like reducing CO2 emissions, um, uh, you know, and you know, benefiting the world with the, with the resources. I suppose this ties in with Yara's green nitrogen uh, philosophy and, and, and all of that program, which is more, encompasses more than just nitrogen. Yeah, agreed. And, and this is just one part of uh, Yara's holistic offering with re regenerative agriculture and really trying to drive a, a, a nature positive uh, food future. It's true to say OMFs are being talked about all over, all over the world. So why the special emphasis here in the UK and Ireland? Yeah, so um, you're correct. Around the world, there's uh, various uh, regulations or policies that are being brought out, which um, are, are driving us towards this type of um, uh, way of managing nutrients. So, uh, yeah, for instance, in Europe, you would have heard of the Green Deal, uh, which has been brought out. So that's the policies there that are looking to reduce greenhouse gas emissions uh, by over 50% by 2030. So, you know, quite a, uh, a strong um, policy that's taking place. And as part of that, soil health comes under it. In the UK, we have the, um, the sustainable um, farming incentive. Um, and on top of that, many companies are have set pledges for reducing their um, uh, their emissions through the food chain, so we're seeing all of that kind of um, bringing a requirement to change how we um, produce 
uh, food and as Yara is part of that food chain, um, you know, we can't just go with the status quo at the moment of how we traditionally do things. And this is where OMFs are being, um, uh, you know, brought in. And conditions in the UK, soils are different to, uh, you know, the Hungary or or, uh, or Finland, for example, aren't they? Exactly. And, you know, different uh, soils, but also different feedstocks. What we see, um, you know, in uh, across different countries might not be the same. So here in the UK, we're focusing on developments of a locally produced um, fertilizer using uh, local organics. Again, it's that circularity of the economy that we're looking to bring back into play. Emma, if I can bring you in, what excites you about the potential of OMFs? So I'm looking more along the lines of the impacts on the soil. So with all of that benefits in the back end of um, the production side of OMFs and the sustainability of it, there's also added benefits looking at um, the impact that it has on, on the soil. And there's a growing interest in agriculture also, especially in the arable sector. Um, and that's where the OMF has one of its biggest potentials, because unlike just normal mineral, fer- mineral fertilizer, you're also adding that organic matter into the soil. And organic matter is one of the main pillars of soil health. So in um, intensive agricultural systems, it tends to have a um, a break even with the amount of organic matter added with plants that tends to be lost by the end of the season. So you either have a break even or you have a reduction in your soil organic matter and soil carbon, whereas adding some extra organic matter in the form of a fertilizer. Along the, as well as your mineral fertilizer, so you've got a good uh, nutrient balance for your crops will help to improve your soil health. And it is something that policymakers are taking a very close eye on, uh, as we've already heard from Paul. It, it's something that's going to be measured and something that's going to, increasing interest is going to be taken and then coming back again to floods and so on. You know, with all extra organic matter, there's more absorption of fluid water, there's better, better, uh, better drainage through the soil. There's so many benefits can be gained. Yeah, increased water holding capacity, increased porosity, so increased drainage, increased nutrient storage, the, 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 the list is endless on the benefits of organic matter in your soil. But it is a slow business. It's not something that's going to be delivered over a couple of, couple of seasons, is it? Yeah. Anyone who has looked at increasing soil organic matter in their soils knows it's, it's not a quick process. In the same way as it's slow to lose organic matter, it's also slow to build organic matter. And that's one of the benefits of organic matter is because it is pretty stable. So when you've got it there, it stabilizes the soil and that's why it has such a big impact on soil health. Now, when I think of organic fertilizers, Paul's mentioned a couple already, but I think of things like slurry, digestate from biodigesters and compost. So how easy is it, is it to combine them in the same product as mineral fertilizers? The process of combining it into a fertilizer is pretty straightforward. Um, the difficulties come from choosing the correct feedstock and combining it with the correct mineral fertilizer because as um, most people who work with fertilizer know that some fertilizers do not mix well with organic matter and some work better so understanding those relationships um, there's also some unknowns about how OMFs behave after application Um, so how different organic feedstocks alter that nutrient release and also um, how much of those nutrients are released in a 
in a crop season on how much of those are stored. So it's getting that balance correct of um, supplying enough nutrients to provide uh, adequate yield for that season, but also having some of those nutrients stored in the organic matter to add to the um, the source capital, if you were. Carry over stocks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how easy is that proving when you're in your feet with your field trials? I mean, obviously they're at early stage yet in the, in relative terms, but uh, it's it presumably the messages are not always clear. So with the field trials, um, which we've now been uh, running for about this will be the second year Yara have been doing field trials. We're we're seeing comparable yields. Paul, presumably as this market expands, it means more opportunity for those handling the various organic waste, your your feedstocks that you've referred to. Yes, uh, and you're right. As you've already described, there's a large number of organic feedstocks that are already accessible today. Um, But some are more readily suited to um, the, the production of an organomineral fertilizer. Uh, I mean, at this time, engineering uh, and energy requirements to overcome things such as the water content um, makes some more or less suited. Um, but, you know, as, as the market develops, absolutely, Yara will be looking at all um, feedstocks to feature and we'll be assessing them through the R&D to see how they perform alongside where they fit in this circularity in the food chain. That offers some hope to local authorities who are trying desperately to find uh, uses for the composts and something to drive their recycling programs in a more positive way. Absolutely. Making no promises. <laughs> Emma, you, as you've already outlined, you've been researching this topic for over two or three years now, but obviously before, before your involvement with Yara, um, some of it with field trials. What kind of things looking forward do you want to do more work on? What do you want to look at? So predominantly in the field, um, we're focusing on looking at the impacts on yield. For a fertiliser, that's one of the main aspects of it. It needs to produce comparable yields to mineral fertilisers. And we are finding that. Um, Other things that I'm looking into is also longer term trials, looking at the impact on soil health. And that one is something that takes a little bit longer to develop. Um, so that one's a hold this space for results, I'm afraid. Um, but that's things like soil bacteria, soil microorganisms. There's a whole range of things inside soil health on that one. Even parasites of, yeah. of particular diseases, soil-borne diseases, etc., which could be prove valuable. Yeah, exactly. And so those are the things that we want to look at over a longer term because they take a little bit longer to develop, especially. Um, as as I keep saying, that building up that organic matter and the various things that are associated with it. Um, But I also are looking at um, the the impacts of the OMF on the wider environment. Um, So their impacts um, on emissions, um, but also how they might impact um, bodies of water. So really trying to get the whole picture of how they respond and how they act after application. Yeah, and as someone living in the northeast of Scotland, I'm well used to in the spring of the year to seeing soils in Murray blowing around. Forget about being taken off the fields with floods. At certain times of the year, they're blowing as well. And anything that grab, gives them some organic matter and stops them moving is is valuable. Paul, we've been talking about the future with OMFs, but there are already Yara products available just now, aren't there? Indeed. So Yara 
does have organic-based fertilizers available. Um, currently, uh, in the Nordics, we have uh, Yarasuna, which is a fully organic-approved product range. Uh, and in Europe, we have Yara Nature, which is uh, also currently we're importing to the UK um, as offerings. But really, it's point here to stress that organic-based fertilizers and OMFs shouldn't be used as or looked at in isolation. And um, we, uh, you should be looking at the the bigger picture here when considering crop plans. You know, Yara has a complete range of products, which um, things speciality products like biostimulants, digital solutions, and these all fit within this remit of, um, uh, of regenerative agriculture and ultimately better nutrient efficiency. Well, we're coming to the end of this discussion on organomineral fertilizers. I'd like both of you to summarize why you think UK farmers and their agronomists should keep an eye on this area. Emma? So it should be no surprise by now for me to say, uh, answer that the benefits of adding organic matter is one of the main aspects of of the OMF Um, and looking at building that soil capital for nutrients but also the resilience of soil Um, so hold the space for for more details and more information and more results because we're continually doing research on this that is my main focus on building the uh, bridging the knowledge gaps and filling in those holes and fully understanding how they impact the soil and how they benefit the soil. So there'll be evidence behind any claims made by Yara. That is the plan. And what about you, Paul? I'd say it's uh, first and foremost, this is exciting times. Um, From my perspective, we have an opportunity really to make changes to how we approach crop nutrition, uh, which can ultimately um, impact how we... uh, change things in the world's climate for instance the environment whilst still feeding the world is the you know the key piece there um and oms will play a part of that story um there's that circularity in the food chain as bees mentioned soil health emissions so there's there's a whole host of things but we're right at the beginning of that story so it's exciting that we've got so much to do but also so much potential and although I'm sure this isn't on Emma's present uh, remit, it also could mean changes to systems, changing to the way the farming is done, changing to the way that field cropping work is done. But all of that ties in with with an overall concept. Exactly. The idea is, though, that the OMFs will fit in to current agricultural practices. And so they should be able to slot in to farming practices with with little change to start off with. Good, good. And we've had there some good advice, particularly as customers like supermarkets or food manufacturers are probably already putting the potential for OMFs on their radar. You've been listening to Dr. Paul Ahura and Dr. Emma Burak, two of Yara's experts on organic mineral fertilizers. Yet another of the technologies being developed for a net zero world. I'm Ken Rundle and I'll be back in a couple of weeks time and I'll be considering Yara's messages for the crop tech event. Speak to you then. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.